This is Father Snake. I got a weed whacker today, and I'm really excited about it. <laughs> you, you said I would have enough time to respond. I don't know if I have enough time to respond. Um, hey, hello, this is Dad, Dad Snake, I guess. Um, I'm here to talk to you about grills or something. Oh, that's that's good. Your, yours has a lot more gravel than mine does. Yeah, I mean, nobody can step to, to my man David Hayter, so it's like it's kind of an impossible task trying to do a snake impression. Yeah, yeah. Um, hey, gamers, surprise, there's an episode Hi. today. I'm I'm here, I'm AJ, Chase is here, that's Chase. Hey. From video game Podtimism and uh, asynchronous fame. Uh-huh. <laughs> Chase, lovely to have you here today, and uh, I'm going to get right into it. I want to talk about the Metal Gear Solid Delta Snake Eater reveal at the PlayStation Showcase last week. Yeah, and I'm and I'm here to talk about it with you. Yes, and I really, really, really appreciate it because it was what four hours ago. I was like, "Hey, what if we did this?" And then you were like, "Yeah, sure, absolutely." Um, so thank you. <laughs> we'll for always that. make I will always make time for a podcast, AJ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I so I've I've listened to uh, you talk about Metal Gear Solid Three. Period. Not the yeah. not the remake or anything. Uh, I've listened mm-hmm. to. Uh, press start talked a bit about it uh the the delta remake uh, into the eighth mm-hmm. also talked about it uh the resties i've not gotten through that whole conversation yet and there's been stuff online uh GameSpot had a really great uh spot on video with tamor hussein mm-hmm. and uh lucy james i think that's that's really worth the watch i'll put that in the show notes but there's discourse around this yeah. reveal trailer uh that was at the playstation event last week and i i'll just say when i saw it my initial reaction was elation, excitement. Uh, I was mm-hmm. gobsmacked, I guess you could say, uh, because it's one of those things that has, especially recently, been rumored. But it's one of those things that's like, no, it's never actually going to happen. You know what I mean? So the fact that it, it yeah. did indeed happen, it's like, oh, shit. Yeah, you had messaged, um, I think, probably myself and Kim and David that morning. And you're like, oh, there might be a Metal Gear yeah. Solid 3 remake announcement. I'm going to put on my clown makeup. And then yeah. it got... Uh, announced that day, which I think is sort of unfair that you got to experience maybe being let down and then immediately did not get let down. Yeah, I got the whole Silk Song arc that has yet yeah. to be completed for all Silk Song fans <laughs> in like twelve hours. Like it was 12 pretty hours. impressive. Yeah, yeah uh, I'm. I apologize, and um, I'm also so so happy about it. So so, how did you feel? Yeah. How did you feel when you? saw the trailer i mean you're a big metal gear fan uh you're currently yeah. playing through them again uh, or for the first yeah time. i had um like very as of like a couple of weeks ago played through uh mgs3 again mm-hmm. um we're, we're doing like a, a longer series uh just about the the metal gear solid series as a whole and so i was playing it for the show and uh i mean excited i was I, I've had a trend of playing the games that get remade kind of recently like i played resident mm-hmm. evil 4 last year and then that got put out this year um, and so it was kind of uh, prophetic somehow. Not not saying I'm a prophet, but just that like my gaming habits have lined up with yeah. uh, where the industry's at. But uh, point being, um, yeah, I think like probably as complicated as um, you've you've seen online, mm-hmm. uh, which which we can get into why in a second. But yeah, like the those games are exceedingly unavailable 
yeah. to, to play. Yeah. Um, and like we, we found this out trying to do this series. It's like trying to play any of them is kind of challenging unto itself. Like I think yeah. Metal Gear Solid one is available kind of on good old games, mm-hmm. but like even, even that's kind of tough, tough. Like if you don't have a PC, sorry. Right. The two and three are just like not available anywhere. Yeah, they um, they, I, they were up until what two years ago when they got taken off the Microsoft Store. Yeah, there there was like some availability, and you could purchase these like the like physical discs with. Right. I think it was two and three, and some of those had Peace Walker as well. But mm-hmm. regardless, um, it they're they're just like not available. I think there was some issue with like some of the footage they were using. Yeah, for, like th- the cutscene. Yeah, I think <laughs> the 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 explanation I had heard was in Metal Gear Solid Three specifically. Um, there yeah. are a lot of cutscenes that use actual archival video <laughs> from yeah. actual World War Two or, or Cold War era, uh, and I believe the rights had run out because they probably only got them for I don't know fifteen years maybe. Uh, yeah. And then they were like, nobody will be playing this because we're not going to make it playable. Or it was just Kojima like, yeah, we'll figure it out. <laughs> uh, yeah, and, I'll uh, definitely be at Konami at that point. We can we can yeah. talk about it then. <laughs> yeah, um, it's a strangely Metal Gear problem <laughs> to be facing the, the like the legal rights with archival footage of a past. Yeah, war. too much archival video. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So that was a whole thing. Uh, and. Up until this uh, also announced with the Delta remake, uh, it was a are they remastered at all or is it just a collection of them again? There is a shockingly small amount of information about this as well. Yeah, Um, I was looking around and like there's just not very much out there. But so far as I can tell, it is a collection of I think just one, two and then the based version or the base version of three. Yeah. The, not the based version. Um, <laughs> They're all based, Chase. No. Uh, yeah, it's it's the original uh, Sons of Liberty, which is the second one, and then Snake Eater, mm-hmm. which is the third. So interesting that they're they're simultaneously releasing this remaster remake, whatever it winds up being. Probably, I mean, yeah. it looks like a remake, I, I would imagine. Um, but there's we'll get into that in a second, also. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, alongside this like new HD legacy collection or whatever. And this was volume one, which implies yes. that there will be a volume two, at least that will have, I assume four or five, maybe ground zeros, maybe peace Walker. Cause like those yeah. are like the, the ones that you have to play to get the whole story, which I, every time I think about ground zeros, I borrowed a copy of ground zeros in 2014 from a friend who had it on the PS3 <laughs> disc played mm-hmm. it beat it never gave it back and still have it to this day so uh, oh, jp no. if you're listening thank you for the inherited copy of ground zeros uh, oh no the yeah. guilty disc i always the feel bad disc. like there's always one like in your collection of like mm. oh god i owed that to somebody 10 <laughs> years ago and it's still here there was like one very crusty version of dk64 that got like mm. handed around to my friend group when i was younger it was one of the ones that like somebody clearly just kept from blockbuster it had the like sticker on the cartridge really that very specifically says not for resale (laughs) on it um but yeah i it like passing a cartridge like a physical cartridge around the hands of like a fifth grader is it's not great there was a lot of crust on that on that boy dubious business for sure yeah um but uh so yeah the the big problem with the metal gear solid games is that uh for the most part you couldn't hand them around fifth grade because they were digital only uh if you unless you had a playstation 2 or 3 or 4 but you would need all of them actually if you wanted to play all the games and and also an original playstation so uh Mm -hmm. it's a fun time 
Um, so now they will be available digitally eventually. But yeah. the, the bigger news, I think, is the Delta Snake Eater release. And I had said I'd, I had brought up uh, mm-hmm. the fact that this is a remake slash remaster slash question mark. Yeah. And the the... <laughs> This this is just like the first thing on the list of like, Ugh, I don't know, yeah. um, for, for this game is that um, <laughs> Konami had tweeted. Um, <laughs> it's never a good start. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Konami had tweeted that they the original voices would be back for Metal Gear Solid 3. <laughs> yes. Uh, Delta Snake Eater. And what people quickly locked in on was, well, that doesn't mean that's not saying that they're going to have people re they're not going to have the original cast back to re-record these yeah. lines. Uh, and lo and behold, as a matter of fact, none of them will be back to re-record the lines. Uh, uh, <laughs> they will be reusing the voice lines from the original game with no changes. Uh, yeah, that's according to uh, Tommy Williams from uh, Konami's head of communications in America. Uh, that's from a, a Verge article. But so that's just super. I love it. Yeah, it's it's so bizarre. Like it if that was the news for this like collection of the original games, like right. yeah, of course, right? Like, right. That, that makes sense. But for something that is marketing itself as like seemingly a remake or a yeah. remaster, like that that's a really bizarre decision. And yeah, like you were saying, kind of points at the idea that like maybe this is not above board as far as like why this is being released yeah it it really makes it feel like it's it's a cash grab um because i feel like for like the last like decade or something konami themselves as as a studio um has only been working on pachinko games more or less like they haven't they haven't developed any any uh like console releases it's all been mobile uh you know or in real life gambling games Could I ask like what what your feelings kind of about like remakes in general are? Yeah, I mean, I think it's it's a complicated thing for for a lot of reasons. But I think the biggest thing is just generally the idea of game preservation. Yeah. And the fact that basically no company except for like Capcom Mm -hmm. and maybe some others, but I can't think of them off the top of my head right now, seem very interested in allowing people to continue playing their games. I think the, the yeah. biggest uh, offender of this is Nintendo by far, um, yeah. even going so far as updating the uh, 3DS firmware after they had closed the <laughs> 3DS eShop uh, yeah. uh, so that people would with hacked 3DSs would no longer be able to play their emulators on the 3DS. And so if you have hacked your 3DS, uh, don't update your firmware, first of all. Um, but yeah. if you have, I guess you just can't play any of those games anymore they're just lost to to the ether uh mm-hmm. including the ones that are digital only that you can only get on the 3ds eShop. uh so it, it, nintendo specifically is just fully erasing pieces of their history which is just such it's i i, I hate it it's such a fucked thing um yeah so i think remakes are good in 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 that in the respect that allow people to play uh the games that they would otherwise not be able to play but really really mm-hmm. suck because a lot of the time that's on purpose um, yeah yeah so that they can remake the game and you will pay 60 dollars for it again <laughs> um so that's yeah, my I, general feelings i'm with you like i i think this year or the even this last six months has like really shown that yeah. there is a lot of um like good work being done via remakes yeah you know, like some of the best games that have come out this year are like Dead Space 1, Resident Evil 4, and Metroid Prime, which are right. all just remakes of very old or uh, very good old uh, games. Yeah. And so like I I think there was a moment in time where it felt like 
all of these remakes were kind of like a, a, a sink of creativity on the yeah. industry. And I don't think that that's really borne out at all. I think that there's still plenty of creativity, mm. just like it's safer to make a remake sometimes. But even that, like I, I think that there's there's a difference between just putting out a remake uh, of like, here we've updated some of this versus like the Resident Evil 4 remake is a lot. There's a lot of extra stuff in there. And it like it's pretty much completely the game redone. Like, yeah seems like very little had been reused and even dead space one. Like I think mechanically there's a lot of stuff that's really similar in there, but um, a similar thing of like there, there's clearly a lot of work and a lot of care given to that series. Um, And I think importantly to what you're saying, those games are exceedingly available. Like the, the, the base version of dead space is on game pass Uh, resident evil four. You can buy on like a Nokia N gauge and play it. Like there's, there are so many available avenues with which you can play those games. Metroid Prime, like maybe a little bit less so because you sure. need to like go grab your Wii U from storage and put it up there. But like, right. I, and even something like Final Fantasy VII Remake, where they're clearly saying like, yes, we are redoing this, but like there, there, there is room to be playful with what a remake even means in that case, yeah. uh, which is phenomenal. Yeah, I think Final Fantasy VII Remake is is something really, really special in that yeah. space of of acknowledging not only to the consumer but within the game itself. That like yeah. this is this story, but it's not. We are purposely mm-hmm. messing with it and we are going to, you know, we're going to bear that out in in the story of the actual game that you're playing. Um, yeah. I think that's that's really, really something really, really cool. And I think is kind of almost a magic trick that will only be able to be done once. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I feel like once yeah. Final Fantasy seven remake the trilogy, I think they're doing three installments of it. I think, yeah. Uh, like once that's over, I feel like next time somebody tries to do this, it's it's going to be compared back to Final Fantasy seven remake. Mm-hmm. And I don't know the possible like, I don't know how likely it is that it's going to pass that bar that was set immediately. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I I think that makes sense. I think like it, it just depends on what those games are engaging with thematically. Right. Yeah. Because I think Final Fantasy seven is pretty directly engaging with the idea of a remake and like fan expectation around that yeah um but i also think like there's a world where a a lot of the metal gear solid games deal with like cycles of violence and like how Mm. things sort of like ricochet off of each other and like cause you know xyz thing to happen down the road right and like i think that there is a world where you can tell a cycle of violent story in a remake right of these things kind of being cyclical and like um, and they even touch on that in three, right? I'm not going to spoil anything in there, but there is references to like the story that snake is or boss or whoever, whatever you want to call um, <laughs> in three uh, that, that, that story has played out before. Yeah. Um, and will continue to play out. Yeah. Right. It, it, it you can see it has already happened mm-hmm. with the base versions of metal gear of a uh, solid snake coming in and having to like, usurp big boss right and then that is currently happening in in metal gear solid 3 so um i I think there's something to be said there and uh, like this is kind of tangential but and obviously this is not the same thing but i also think about how like in zelda this is top of mind just because tears of the kingdom is my entire life right now but sure of course uh zelda manages to do a cool thing where they reuse people and places and like motifs throughout all those games where like there's pretty much always going to be a Ganondorf or a Link or a Zelda or something mm-hmm. in those games. Um, but they managed to be pretty, like I said, playful with like what each of those people and places and motifs are doing in any of those games. Right. Yeah. So obviously it's not a remake, but 
in in the way that they are treading familiar territory i think there is still like stuff you can do there to make it interesting definitely which is something i'm really worried about with the delta snake eater remake is like yes especially the fact that they're not having the voice actors come in to record re either re-record the same script or record new lines like the fact that we know from the get-go nothing is going to be new in this game (laughs) like dialogue story-wise um and there is some stuff that i think could be changed for the better in 2023 from a game that came out in 2004 like that's a that's a big gap uh uh, culturally and societally uh for the things that you know could slide as a you know casually in a script um Mm -hmm. and and i just i that has me really really worried and upset if i'm being totally honest um yeah it it feels like a really i i mean i was gonna say strange decision obviously it feels just like a financial decision we don't want to we don't want to do this but like yeah there's plenty of stuff in mgs3 that i think you could probably take a second look at um Mm -hmm. i think the the treatment of ava specifically is Mm -hmm. pretty tough it's sort of playing on this like femme fatale trope Mm -hmm. of her of like you know she is using her sexuality as a way to trick most people in around her including snake Mm mm-hmm into like believing her at certain parts or like just going along with whatever she's doing Mm -hmm. and like that's fine but i think they revel in the oogling a little bit more than like really that trope merit like uh, it, it it just felt like a lot of the times it's not like we're being playful with this this character it's more like you should press R1 so you can go awooga at right. at the at these boobs, you know. Right. Like it's, it's it stops becoming a storytelling device and yeah. and starts just being a thing that is there like you said for the player to say awooga uh like yeah. Yeah. It sucks. It's it sucks. It's really really rough. And so like mechanically maybe if they change some of that stuff, I think that would be a, a positive, but I, the fact that, that just this baseline of not having any of the voice actors in to re-record voice lines has me thinking they're not going to change a thing yeah even though well and then also the fact that it is delta they they made a point of you know delta is like a symbol in mathematics uh and they made the point to say that like delta means difference but not yes complete like but not changing the base uh so it's like okay we're just going to add a fancy coat of paint and a new engine to yeah. this game where you're still going to be able to just like look at a woman's chest and it's, yeah it's it's, not- it's such it's such a bummer too because like especially like we were talking about before with uh the resident evil 4 remake i think there was so much care given to rounding out the relationship between leon and ashley in that game that yeah uh in the yeah. original version was kind of just like ashley is kind of an object in this video game 100 percent, and like not really a character and so i think when re-recording a lot of that stuff and writing new dialogue between the two of them the relationship feels a lot more earnest and uh real and within the realm of possibility i know that like i don't need realism in my big zombie gun go blasty <laughs> video game but sure. like it's i i was appreciative that they it she felt like a real person in this remake rather than just like a mechanic in a video game yeah it, it so like i'm just the the longer or the farther we get away from the trailer reveal the less and less excited i get for <laughs> it yeah and 
I just don't know, man. I'm really, I'm really, really bummed about it. If I'm being honest, like I, I want to be excited for it so badly yeah. and I want it to be good and I want people to like it. And, uh, me, you and, uh, Noah hurts from uh, press start. We're, we're in a group chat mm-hmm. today talking about this. And, you know, Noah was saying that it's going to get like good to fine reviews. And then I was saying, even if it gets like good to great, they're all going to be like, Oh, this was a great remaster, but yeah. there's going to be a big, but because of uh the uh, konami's relationship with uh kojima uh mm-hmm. one of the original uh you know uh developers and writers of the metal gear series you know t- treating him like absolute dog shit in his final days uh yeah. at, at konami in the in the um production of metal gear solid 5 and ground zeros mm-hmm. it's it's a really complicated relationship and i think konami is hoping that they can just not address it and that it'll just like go away and the game will be good enough that they'll people will like forgive them and be like yeah this is cool you remade the game which i think could have been true if they re if they if they worked at all on the 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 story and and like direction of the game and it just doesn't mm-hmm. seem like that is the case it, it it really does seem like they're just going to up res the entire thing and then throw it out for seventy dollars. And it's just like, <laughs> like uh, it just there, there's there's no like love or care in it. It feels like a, 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 a it's, it feels like a money decision, which really fucking sucks. Yeah. It, yeah. I was I was trying to think about this because like I, I was kind of aware of this falling out that Kojima had had with konami at the time i think it came towards the end of the development cycle of five right if i'm not yeah he was he was developing phantom pain and and you know was like missing deadlines or whatever you know all this stuff is is from konami's like you know pr department and whatnot so i don't know how accurate all this is but it's you know missing deadlines pushing stuff back spending too much money etc etc uh and then he didn't finish the game uh fast enough so they they booted him out and released basically an unfinished version of the phantom pain um which which really really i think tanked the reception of that game because you know they lost goodwill from you know from ousting kojima and taking his name off of all of the games yeah Um, that sucks yeah it really sucks and it really feels like uh they're just like giving him the middle finger uh which is just like you know it's not a business decision it's just like a fuck you these are ours you can't have these anymore and and so like there's there's a lot of goodwill to be gained back that i i just don't think they are interested in trying to gain back at all yeah no i totally it's it it's a bummer i feel like that experience of sort of watching that happen like these things happen constantly in game sure development right like the there are constantly shrewd development companies or publishers or owners of uh uh game companies that will make the the financial decision right b- before anything else and right. like I, I i don't think it's a rarity but i it it feels like such a specific kind of capitalist experience that mm. i think a lot of people can empathize with right like of a a company just like definitely not giving a shit about the quality of work about uh somebody that i I think a lot of um people who played kojima's games would care about this person Mm -hmm. obviously you know that's a little parasocial you don't know you don't really know hideo he might be a dickhead yeah it's 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 the whole auteur angle of it which i think is a very complicated thing but yeah exactly but i think at the same time like that does seem like kind of unfair treatment especially when definitely we see games over and over again that clearly were not given enough time and were pushed out before they uh, had enough polish. And if uh, the director of the game is saying this game, this game needs more time to polish, that seems like a fair thing to me. But obviously, like, that's, you know, not what the uh, people making money are going to say. Yeah. And so I, I think it is kind of representative of uh, 
just painful existence under capitalism. And mm-hmm. so I, I, I don't blame people for being this mad at Konami because totally. it's like, it sucks that there's, there's not a lot of redeeming angles, um, for them. And l- like you were saying, I don't, I'm not somebody who is going to try and put uh, a single auteur on a pedestal because like there are so many people that go into making a video game. Definitely. But I, I also would be hard pressed to say that like this dude doesn't have a style that is pretty distinct. hundred um, percent. Yeah. And so like it, it is a bummer that he's not involved with this. Uh, on, on one hand, I'm kind of happy for Kojima. Like he, I feel like every time that there was a new MGS game that came out, there were all these interviews about him being like, guys, I promise this is the last one. Yeah. This is the, the we're done after this one. Yeah. And th- that started happening. I think it like MGS two. Yeah. I think he was like, no, we're done. Yeah. Uh, and then they made a bunch more of them. And so I'm, I'm a little bit glad that he doesn't just like have to keep making Metal Gear Solid <laughs> ad infinitum. Right. Because like, man, it would be a bummer to just do a, a remake of a game that you were already trying to be the end of the series. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's totally true. And I think it has turned out for him better than it would for 99% of other people, yes. you know, spinning yeah. off into his own studio, releasing Death Stranding as his first, you know, uh, his, his first game as like a, you know, independent studio uh, and having it yeah. be this incredible success uh, releasing the director's cut and having that also be an incredible success. Um, mm-hmm. and then just be able to, you know, not show anything really for what, three years or something show death stranding two, and then go back into a hole and disappear and show to <laughs> yeah. say at a, a Microsoft event, I'm working on something for the Xbox and then nothing else. That nothing. was like three yeah. years ago or something. <laughs> and, and he's, he, you know, and he's still, he's doing great. He's, he's, he's killing the game. Um, and I think every time he is involved in any news, like the buzz is absolutely wild. Were you surprised that it was three that they're remaking specifically? Um, I, well, so the rumors were that it was going to be three. So I was like kind Mm -hmm. of preparing for that. Sure. Um, And three is the first chronologically three was the first one I ever played. Yeah. And so it it feels natural to me for this to be like, if, you know, if we're going to be remaking all the games, we'll start with three. Sorry, my dog is is whining. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if if, if they're going to continue this streak of, of remasters, remakes, whatever. I don't I think I would have stuck to the release order. Sure. Or at least like done like one, two, four and then go back and do three Peace Walker five. You know, because yeah. that's like the two trilogies, more or less, of this game, because it's it's like the current era and then the history. Yeah. Yeah. So but but I do think four, you need to have played the other ones in order to get the entire story, because four is just like doing some absolutely <laughs> wild stuff from a narrative storytelling perspective. But I, I love I love these video games so much. Yes, they're 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 very good video games is the thing. And yeah. so really, like. I am happy enough with them just releasing these HD collections and I will probably wind up picking that up and probably wind up picking up the volume two. That is the rest of them just so I can have them all on a current gen console and I will probably not buy the remaster if if I'm being totally honest or uh, just because it it has such 
a bad taste in my mouth already and mm-hmm. we barely know anything about it we only found out like uh today i maybe or yesterday GameSpot uh, uh or, or ign uh had had talked to a konami spokesperson about you know whether or not kojima was going to be involved and they said no uh it's going to be the central role of the development will be taken by a, a konami developers who have produced uh past metal gear games and then working alongside Virtuos, uh, who is a game or who is a company that has done, you know, ports of Final Fantasy X, Final Fantasy X 2, uh, XCOM, Enemy Unknown, Batman, the Batman games uh, did support on the Horizon games. So, so you know, th- this studio that has pedigree. Yeah. But Kojima is not involved. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. But but yeah. So sorry, I, I lost where I was going with that. But we have only just figured that out a a week after the announcement five days after the announcement something mm-hmm. um and Tamor brought up on the spot on segment no name to, and uh, let's be honest there's a reason why they're not telling us their name yeah like if you were proud of it you would say these these are the people who are attached to it if it was blue point you wouldn't hide that fact unless maybe we'll eat crow and like a week from now they'll be like hey here's our big reveal of the developer or it's a marketing beat which is if that is a marketing beat and it shows up later, that is a moronic move. They understand that they on shaky grounds and they're not confident with what they're doing here. At least it doesn't, the optics of it aren't confident. I mean, compared to the Silent Hill announcements that we got, yeah. you know, they, they attach names to it. Yeah. Like, hey, Blueber Team, No Code. Blueber Team, yeah, No Code. And like all these people that you know from the industry are working on it. You know, we're, we're going back to Silent Hill in a big way that none of that pomp and circumstance for a franchise that is way bigger. We don't know the who, and we're worried about the who, which naturally means we kind of don't know the why, and I'm worried about the why. Purely, it feels like it's just a money thing, and it's like, well, we're just going to use the people we are already, that are already on our payroll, uh, so we don't have to pay anybody additionally to make this game. Uh, Yeah. It just sucks. It feels really bad, and I hate that I'm saying this, like, because I want to be so excited about it. I was like... Yeah. yelling at my at my tv when i when i saw the trailer for it um mm-hmm. but that excitement has just like dipped into the depths so fast uh it, it, it feels really bad <laughs> yeah i hear you it's a uh, it, it it's a shame i was trying to figure out like why why three yeah because like it's not the the best selling of the series i think like mm. i think it's like two and then maybe five or something, but three yeah. isn't really even in the top three. So hmm. I was like, why, why this one? And like, I don't think this is the reason, but like, I think any other Metal Gear has so much thematic stuff going on that is like kind of being thrown in the face of literally the thing that uh, Konami is currently doing, <laughs> that it would be sort of hilarious to do it. Like, like two specifically, I think would yeah. just be like, you can't make remake that game unironically. Yeah, Metal Gear Solid is the meme that they're talking about into. <laughs> yeah, like uh, there, there's a lot of, I, I think the, the legacy of that game, at least recently, a lot of people have been kind of picking up on like the internet of it all. Yeah. Um, but there's a, there's a lot in there. And I think specifically like the relationship between uh, Peter Stillman and uh, bad naming aside Fat Man, mm. his like uh, protege, like Stillman taught Fat Man how to build bombs, but didn't teach him the ethics and morals of what, like what you need to do with that. Yeah. Which is ultimately his undoing, which like, guys, just listen to the story. Like <laughs> it, interpret, look one step beyond yeah. the actual events and see what's going on here. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's just the whole problem with, with capitalism, right? <laughs> and like yeah. by companies being run by people with business majors and not people with liberal yeah. arts degrees, <laughs> not to generalize, mm-hmm. but yeah, sure. 
um, yeah, no, it's 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 a huge problem, and it it definitely is ignoring pretty much everything in those games. Yeah, uh, which is which is, a, is is a shame because like the I'm I'm a person who is susceptible to games like saying something. Yeah, uh, and all of these games say something, which is just incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, weirdly enough, I think three is kind of the most simplistic of those, but still incredible by any other measure. Yeah. So it's it's a shame. Yeah, I think that's also probably part of the reason that three is is the one that they went for is just because mm-hmm. it's, I think, the easiest to digest in terms of themes and following the story. Um, yeah. Like it's a pretty straightforward from what I remember. It's been longer since I played it than, than you played it. Um, mm-hmm. But from what I remember, the story is pretty straightforward and you get some like fun boss fight moments. And, and you know, it, this was it was the first game that I played that was like, oh, you can just tranquilize everyone. You don't have to actually kill anybody. I was like, oh, this is mm-hmm. cool. I actually like this. And so I think I think, you know, just from an ease of accessibility to like the everyday gamer or whatever, uh, I (laughs) think three is probably the most widely accessible. But I don't even know if that's true anymore you know what i mean like i feel yeah, like in 2003 yeah. like i would i would be like yeah or 2004 or whatever i would be like yeah this is definitely the most accessible one but like gaming has changed a lot since then yeah and so i just don't know if that's the move i was trying to think about this because like we also played metal gear solid i think i don't know a year or two ago now mm-hmm. and uh that one definitely had the, the the hardest kind of learning curve for how to actually play it like the yeah. The, the narrative of it is still incredibly fun and very like over the top and wacky, but it's tough to play a game only top down, you yeah. know, like that's no, no sort of camera angles or like even in, in Metal Gear Solid 2, it's like, it's still very uh, top down a lot of the time, but you've got like first person that you can go into mm-hmm. and take a peek around to see like who's, who's over there. Yeah. Whereas you can't really in the first one. And so like, I don't think that that game is like unplayable, but of all the games to demand a little bit of updating, even if you kept the visual layer, like it still looked like a PS one looking video game. Mm -hmm. I think you could still like, let's just add like a little bit of first person to it. Yeah. That's what they did with twin snakes. They, they added a little bit more in there too, which is bizarre that we're talking about another remake of the first one that came out 15 years or (laughs) that you can only play on the system. It came out. Yeah. Jesus. (laughs) So wild. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I, buddy, what do you need? I have thoughts about MGS. He's got no gear solid thoughts. Yeah, so I it's mean, me dog, sneaking dog, sneaking dog. Um, there's got there's there's a there's a wolf one in four, I think. Uh, there's sniper wolf. That's the thing. There's sniper wolf, but then there's a there is one that is just a wolf. Actually, I think I'm thinking of Revengeance, which I've never played, but there is like a robot mm. dog in that one. I think. There's Crying Wolf in Metal Gear Solid Four. Crying Wolf is maybe the one I'm thinking of. I don't know. God, I just the only out. one in Metal Gear Solid 4 that sticks out to me is Decoy Octopus because it's a, they're a character that is in Metal Gear Solid 1 <laughs> yes. that you never actually see. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, incredible. you do technically, but you don't actually ever see them as Decoy Octopus. So it's very funny, I think, to have them show up three games later and you're like, hey, I remember you. <laughs> so bizarre. So yeah. bizarre. Um, um anyway. but that's, I, I, I'd be so interested to play that again. I really haven't played MGS four since it came out. Yeah. And I, I think part of that is availability, but yeah. it's just not around. Um, I tried playing it on like PS now when that was a thing, but that got yoinked off PlayStation as well. So like Jesus. not, <laughs> can't play it there. God. And like, it's, it's, it's bizarre because these, I, I feel like people or at least uh, uh, people who play video games, like kind of there's an acknowledgement that like Metal Gear Solid is an important series to yeah, like, games. Totally. But they're just not around. And I don't know that like the impact of these games is really 
as big as it should be. Mm. I feel like Metal Gear Solid 4 specifically is, is engaging so much with like its own legacy and the relationship that it has like with one specifically. I think mm-hmm. there's, I mean, you go back to Shadow Moses in, in 4. Yeah. There's that whole scene, which is incredible. And like the, I, I, I feel like it is saying a lot and in, in a way that would be incredibly palatable to a lot of people in 2023, but like, it's just not out there. We're like, where the fuck do you play this game? You know, like yeah. nobody's going to dig out their PlayStation three, unless you're David uh, <laughs> who did do that to play Metal Gear Solid three. But nice, but uh, still it's, it's just such a shame that they're not around. Like again, in contrast to resident evil four, which you can play on anything, right? Anything and everything. I actually have yeah. a, if, if you, if you need to play uh, resident evil four on the GameCube, I actually got two discs from the, the game store that around the corner from my parents' house when it was closing, <laughs> they, they accidentally put two in the sleeve. So if you need one, hit me up. I'll, I'll send you the GameCube copy of Resident Evil 4. Wait, game, uh, Resident Evil 4 came out on GameCube? Yeah, baby. What? Not Resident Evil. Uh, Metal Gear Solid. Oh, Wait. oh. No, oh my god, yeah. My my whole brain just a factory reset for a second. No, okay, for sorry. A second. Th- oh my god. <laughs> um, cool. Nice. Sick. Yeah. This, this whole thing just kind of feels like Warner Records was like, hey, we're going to put Fleetwood Mac back together. <laughs> Um, but like, you don't know anybody who's in it anymore, but we're going to re-record rumors. Uh, but like, we're not paying anybody from actual Fleetwood Mac. Like right. what, what the fuck is going on here? Why, why are we doing this? We're going to, we're going to play the masters in the studio and then record that coming out of the yes. speakers. And that'll be us updating the, uh, that, that's the remaster. That's the re-record. Also, you can't buy rumors anymore. It's not available. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is rumors Delta. It's, it's because the... <laughs> The base layer has changed and the graphics are updated. Christ. Also, David Hayter's in this one. <laughs> David Hayter is in this one, but we're not paying him for it. Um, <laughs> Christ. Uh, I think that's a good uh, <laughs> good enough spot uh, as sure. any to to end this, this little convo here. Um, do you have any final thoughts, Chase? I think my final thought is just like, I'm really bummed out about where, like how, how quickly I have tanked in terms of excitement for this. Um, because I yeah. think it could be such a huge special thing and like a big moment in g- gaming. Um, but it's really <laughs> yeah. just another example of like companies are just trying to make money, you know, which like just fucking blows. It just sucks so bad. No. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm with you there. I, th- I think that like we were saying, I think there have been incredibly special games that have come out. I, I'm really just thinking specifically about, uh, uh, not Resident Evil, <laughs> Final Fantasy seven remake. Yeah. Um, that are, that are doing so much for the medium and taking these like games that are mostly just for like old heads at this point and putting them into a modern context, which is just like so incredible. I, I am a believer in that, like games should be for everyone. Mm -hmm. Um, and like, if you want to engage with a game, you should be able to, well, some games are Uh, rated T. They can't sure. all, they so, can't all so be So only, they're only for teens, <laughs> which is what that means. <laughs> only for teens. <laughs> You're not allowed to play Fortnite anymore, dad. <laughs> so like, it's, it's, it, yeah, it, it's a shame that it, it is the way it is. And like, yeah. I, I, I think you were saying that if, if game preservation was a better, well-maintained part of the industry, yeah. I don't think I would really care that much about this. Like if, if Metal Gear Solid 3 had just been available this whole time and like, isn't another collection that I need to buy next year or something like that. I'd be like, well, that's a shame, but like the, the, the base one is still very good, which mm-hmm. it is like yeah. having just played it, that base game is still incredibly good. And like, I don't think has aged particularly poorly. Um, there's, you know, things to criticize about it, but like it's, it's fun still. Yeah. Uh, and so I don't, I, I, I wouldn't be particularly upset about this if that was the case, but yeah. because it's kind of the only option, it, it feels 
like a bummer to have to partake in their kind of grossness with how they're approaching this remake yeah the only way that konami loses here is if people just don't play metal gear solid anymore which like that's not what i want that sucks yeah the games I are good and they mean a lot again. to me and i want other people to experience them and so it's like <laughs> we're yeah. in this just terrible uh like horrific situation where we we either need to participate in some of the worst aspects of capitalism or just like deny ourselves uh yeah. enjoyment in this way uh, it's just it's just stinky i don't like it <laughs> it's it's putting the uh the effects of capitalism on the consumer and saying look at you you bad consumer <laughs> yeah exactly yeah we're getting last of us tooed for buying video games <laughs> <laughs> jesus anyway oh god uh chase thank you so much for coming on today uh and, yeah and thanks for having me back talking with me about this i i I, I've just been sitting on a lot of thoughts for, for a few days, so it's, it's been nice to, to get them out. And it's always a joy to am, talk to you. Yeah, thank you. Likewise, I'm, I always am ready to talk about Metal Gear Solid at the drop of a hat. <laughs> at the drop of a hat. Yeah. Uh, all right, everybody. We will be back next week with a regular episode of Asynchronous. Chase, where can people find your stuff? Uh, most of it is uh, through Podtimism, the podcast that I host with uh, my friend David. Um, you can, I think most of that's just at podtimism.com. Uh, we're kind of on Twitter until that ship sinks. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but uh, Gotta get on blue sky, baby. Yeah, gotta get on green thigh, the, <laughs> the new Tingle social app. Twitter Delta. Um, it's, it's not. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> what an awful um, note to end on. <laughs> Yeah. What else was I done with that? I think that was that was <laughs> it. Yeah. No, no, no. You're fine. Uh, I yeah. That's it. That's all. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Scout Wilkinson, for the art. Thank you, Amaranthan, for the music. We appreciate it every week. Uh, and Kim and I will be back next week with Leviathan in Mass Effect Three. So look forward to that. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. Goodbye. Goodbye, gamers.